All right. Welcome back to uh, the next podcast. The next. Chris and, and Jason, Jason talking about stuff. Volume one, episode two. The Reckoning. <laughs> how many, how do you know that when we run out of volume one? How many are in a volume? I never got that. I've it's, all, it's a thousand. It's a thousand in a volume. It's okay, not great. a thousand. All right. Well, we'll be in volume one for a while then. It's a metric system. Thanks for thing. tuning in and stick with us all the way through volume one. <laughs> we'll, we'll be seeing you through 2018. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about disappointment. And the reason that I wanted to talk about that was because I was so tragically disappointed that that our uh, original number one podcast, volume one, number one, was not um, huge on the internet like I expected it to be. But I mean, there are guys on YouTube jumping around in horse head masks <laughs> that get like six million views. And I, while my mother-in-law really, really, yeah. really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I want to thank was, all was, seven of you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to thank our listeners, but I was hoping that our reach would be beyond that. So I wanted to talk a little bit. I wanted to bounce around the idea of disappointment and how we cope with it. But I think it's important to also let all, uh, all four of you that paid attention know that we're changing formats to just Chris and Jason wearing horse heads. That's right. That's right. Because apparently that's what the people want. Yeah. So uh, Gotta give, give them what they, they want. want. Give yeah. the people what they want. What they want. And uh, I feel like that uh, we're in kind of an, uh, a disappointing time of year. I'm a, a Georgia fan. Era, yeah. And yeah. it just comes with the territory. Football and disappointment go hand in hand. Do you know what two years are a Georgia football fan's favorite? What two? 1980 and next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming. Next year is coming. Next year's a coming. Next year's, I knew when they said that that kicker had hit the last 20 in a row, I knew that was going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Dang you, television Chiron producers. <laughs> you uh, set him up for failure. <laughs> that's right. Um, politics gives us disappointment. Um, people are disappointed in public figures, uh, people who are caught up in scandals. Ray Rice and the way that the Ray Rice situation has been handled has led to a lot of disappointment. So I wanted to talk about um, how we deal with that. And my feeling is that there's an upside to disappointment, Chris. There's some good things about it. The, the silver lining. The silver lining of disappointment. is because, like, to say, for instance, people who are really, really sold out on the Obama presidency and really like the hope and change poster Bumper sticker people, really fired up about it. I think that even some of those people are starting to come to uh, a level of disappointment with Obama. Driving around in their Priuses, listening to NPR, banging their hands on the the the, dash. The bumper sticker off or should I stick with it? (laughs) Um, I feel like that if he had come through um, with the things that those people wanted him to accomplish that they would stay focused on him, which is not necessarily the best thing, focused on early earthly things, not necessarily the best thing for us spiritually, focusing on more eternal things, better for us spiritually. So it's, it's the good side of when people let us down is that it helps us to focus on things that don't let us down. Yeah. That makes sense? Pol Pot, for yeah. instance. Boy, that guy was a letdown, yeah. let me tell you. Not so good. Not a pole or a pot. No, neither is true. He didn't provide either one of those things. Mm. But um, the kind of dedication that you see to, I don't know, whoever the most popular uh, figure of the time, political figure or actor, actress. Ralph Nader, say. Ralph Nader. Um, your Angelina Jolie's, your uh, Buddy Hackett's. Your, no, Buddy like, Hackett. I'm just grasping at straws. <laughs> 
But those, those icons are, those like are Buddy Hackett. People, and they're not going to give you the kind of spiritual fulfillment that you could get from a relationship with God. And I'm hoping no. that, that those kind of things, uh, people can, when they're let down, people put those things in their place and focus more on uh, things that build them up spiritually instead yeah. of just hero worship. You know? And I feel like the people that come close to that tend to be like your Jim Joneses. Ugh. And yeah. you, you really start to be convinced of these people's ability to fulfill you, make you happy, um, create in you some kind of euphoria, mm-hmm. and you just are whole hog sold out on this person. And it just seems like the innate nature of just humanity to kind of find chaos mm-hmm. in order and just create destruction. Like, no matter how utopian a civilization uh, President Obama or President Bush could have potentially created, mm-hmm. in their failure, we're reminded that, that following them explicitly without questions is maybe not so good an idea. Yeah. Because um, then you have the people like a Jim Jones where maybe he doesn't fail and and mm-hmm. he you end up just following along to the point where something tragic happens. Yeah. The unexamined life isn't worth living and 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 sadly when we just unexamine life and follow people yeah tends to end in a bit of tragedy. That's right. I I don't when I said to Rachel uh, my wife that she said what's your idea for the podcast and I said I think uh, this podcast we're going to focus on disappointment. And she said, so this is a podcast that you want people to listen to? <laughs> uh, I don't want to be too much of a downer. No, I don't want to no be too more much than last time. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I don't want to be too much of a downer, but and it's, it, there are great people in the world, people you should look up to and all that. But I think... Like uh, Buddy Hackett. Like Bucky, Buddy Hackett, for instance, <laughs> and Don Rickles, if you listen to our last podcast. Love the Rickles. Prince of a man. Uh, but human beings are... Uh, failure machines. They are they yes. are they were are let down machines. And um, if you base your life on um, admiration and dedication to a person, then eventually you're going to be let down and disappointed. And I hope that um, people uh, realize that and realize that there are other alternatives to just following people. I hope that they find a uh, um, something more admirable in uh, in the Word of God and um, building a relationship with somebody who won't let you down. Hmm. Jesus. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. Well said, Jason. <laughs> or Buddy Hackett. Or Buddy Hackett, <laughs> if you happen to know him. Yeah. Uh, Is Buddy so, Hackett alive? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll that is a to, good. We'll have to hit the internet up we'll and find Google out about that. Buddy Hackett. But since we were talking about disappointing things, we also wanted to talk about like what? What things have disappointed you? Like, uh, and not heavy things, but like uh, movies and music and cultural things. What? What's kind? Of, what's some some things that have let you down? I'm bad about being disappointed in things because mm-hmm. um, I I don't know. I kind of just set my I, I recalibrate. Yeah. For everything, mm-hmm. especially movies. Um, I just get excited about being a part of stuff, yeah. and I'm like, that movie was fantastic yeah. at what it was trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and for what it is, mm-hmm. I'm like, Ishtar, yeah, maybe it was the worst movie ever made, but come on, <laughs> yeah, give it, they were in the desert, We got man. to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know, there there are some things that just sort of objectively mm-hmm. let me down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I The Transformer movies all mm-hmm. I haven't seen the last one mm-hmm. because it just got to a point where I couldn't bring my heart to break money yeah. out for yeah. those movies anymore they yeah. just hurt me yeah um, are they done with Shia LaBeouf yet is he still in them 
He's not in this one. Okay. I heard that the next movie he might come back, All which right. is not any more incentive this, for me. I'm not mm. like finally they got the beef back in the movies. Finally, here's my money. So yeah, I came. I come into these movies because I was a kid and I grew up, and I wanted to watch the Transformers that I grew up with, but real and like breaking crap. Mm, yeah. And I came. I came for the fighting robots, and I got uh, Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. trying to mac on uh, Megan Fox and then like eight and a half minutes of, of shaky cam it is, giant robot. It's maddening when you have a property like that, like Transformers or, I don't know, like G.I. Joe, something like that. Something that is a popular property already, something that people love and want to see on screen. And uh, movie makers take it and say, no, I want to I wanna, I wanna think outside the box. I want to make more of it. No, no, no. Make of it what it is, what people love, and do that. Don't try to make your magnum opus uh, uh, your your. Don't make this your Citizen Kane. It's Transformers, <laughs> the man. Citizen Kane of Transformers. Do now it. let me tell you, the Citizen Kane of GI Joe movies though is the second one. The second one was better because it has the Rock in it. Yeah. And literally, you could have the Rock in an avant-garde like student film where he just slowly paints his face and eat pancakes. And I would, I would sign up, I would and I would that. be like, he's so charismatic. I would watch that. Yeah. I would watch an hour of him just slowly paint his face and eating pancakes. Uh-huh. It would be glorious. Yep. I don't know what you would call a movie like that. Probably like Rock Number 7. Right. Or so, you know, yes. something that makes no sense something whatsoever. Right. But I would be all in. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the second G.I. Joe movie, the first one was a, a just a hot, steamy mess. Yep. And the second one was the jam. Yeah, it was. Because the rock running around. Yeah, that's right. Rock yeah. has got some kind of charisma. Yes, sir. Um, and you remember that Absolutely. period where he, he he wanted people to start calling him Dwayne Johnson instead of the Rock? No, he, there was a brief, I have. There's a brief period in there where he insisted on being listed. No, I'm in sure the you're telling the truth, but I. I do not accept that I think, as reality. I think that his people got with him and said, hey, Rock. Come on, Rocky. Uh, that's right. I like 10% of something better than 10% of Dwayne Johnson's you nothing. Gotta, you got to give his the people what they want. told him, that's right. Let's be the Rock again. I am the sponge. Give the people what they want. That's 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 yeah. the key to yeah. not disappointing. Not disappointing. Give Giving the people what they want. Exactly what they want. what we're doing right here. That's we Yes. <laughs> Podcasts on disappointment. More of Chris and Jason talking, talking about stuff. And disappointment. And disappointment. So sad. This is. I'm afraid this is turning into like a French art film right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I don't I don't get disappointed in movies, really. Like, yeah, I, know, when we talk about disappointing movies or cultural events, one of the things that I think of is like when I was in high school, I was like, I was dopey, like, sophomore. In, in high school, as opposed to a dopey a grown-up father of two, which I am right now. Yeah, I was about to say, everyone <laughs> listening at home, I wanted to, to just calm your nerves for a second. That's right. Two guys sitting in a basement talking into a microphone might not have been cool in high school. <laughs> that's right. You might get to grow up to be like us. Someday. If you're awkward in high school, that's right. One day you can be just like us. But my cooler older cousins, for some reason showed grace to me and said, hey, we're going out to see a movie this Friday night. You want to come with us? And I was like, oh, older cousins taking me out. They have driver's licenses. Let's all go to the movies, guys. <laughs> and they wanted to take me to see to a movie called Transylvania 6-5000. Yeah. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, with Ed, Ed Bagley. Uh, yeah. Ed yeah, Bagley yeah. and like uh, Gina, Davis. Gina, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Is that Gina Davis? Yeah. 
Not Gina Gershon. Not Gina Gershon. That'd be a whole different. Oh, oh movie. yeah, no, they would have <laughs> Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be in a different theater entirely. Yeah. Um, I think it was Gina Davis, like her first movie appearance or something like yeah. that. Uh, and it uh, that is my first conception that a movie could be awful. Is when yeah. as a kid I went to see that movie. And it was atrociously bad. Just to circle back around to prove my point, I loved that movie yeah. <laughs> with my whole heart. Like, and, I would watch it. I would rent it uh-huh. from the video. Like, I would watch it whenever it would come on, like, the six channels that my grandmother had. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I have no standards. Everybody got to love something. I have no standards Everybody got to love something. But the thing is, the movie, terrible, disappointing. Yeah. But experience of being there with my cousins Great. Totally worth it. Wonderful memory. So, yeah. Totally worth it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But uh, you you didn't just tell me that to tell you that you loved hanging out with your cousins. Yeah. That's it? That was you it. Just like, well, that was, was disappointing. It was disappointing. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Yeah, you didn't know me in high school. <laughs> really? What am I saying? I, were, I, I enjoy this as much as anything. You were mad with power. <laughs> yeah. Older cousins with a driver's license. Yeah. It was the greatest. I feel you there. I, what about music? Did you have any music that really let you down? Mm. I listened to I listened to just ridiculous music mm. um, that no one liked. Okay, uh, I was a huge. You're they not, might. I, I'm a nerd. You're I'm, not one of those music snobs, are you? Like you, the instant you don't like a band is when somebody else knows about them. Like, no, oh, I, I yeah, no, absolutely. The <laughs> moment I hear anyone else say this is good, like it took me years to to listen to Coldplay and mm-hmm. and. Like I'm so far behind on the curve for okay. that, like so 17 out- years after they became popular, <laughs> I listened to like Yellow, yeah, okay. and was like, oh my gosh, it they're popular because like this is actually like good. Now they're into the Target commercial, yeah, phase and of their career, and, and I'm walking up to people on the on street, them. like bopping down, Have and like I will try and fix you, cool. and people are like, why are you bothering me right now, yeah. Mister? And I walk up to them and try and preach them the gospel, the good news of Coldplay, mm-hmm. and they, right. they don't care anymore. Been there. Yeah, but I used to listen to They Might Be Giants. Yeah. And uh, just re- like Oleander. Minimum just, wage. Yeah. Yeah. That's my. Yeah, just really, really uh, obscure stuff. I saw them live. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, and I remember... Uh, it's just two guys, right? Well, they yeah, it's just two guys that are the creative force okay, yeah. behind. They might the be core, giants, but they they bring along other people. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like all their songs are weird and not good by any sort of commercial standard, right? And I remember like an album came out and and it was it stopped being as weird, mm-hmm. and that I was like, oh, this is these guys have mm-hmm. really really done. Done me wrong, mm-hmm. and I can't get excited about this mm-hmm. anymore because, like, they just decided to not be weird uh, for an album. Okay. But then they got right back to it and wrote songs about learning the alphabet and stuff. Okay. And so I they just came out with something commercial to show that they could and then got right back on the weird wagon? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Okay. That's that's my standard I for they disappointment. Had, they had some... Oh, they have lots of songs that are kind of semi-educational. Not really educational, yeah. but kind of touch on... I mean, The like, sun is a massive incandescent gas. A Istan- giant nuclear nuclear furnace. Istanbul, not Constantinople? Yeah. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that, that way. way. I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot from... History, Particle Man. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I need to share with my son. Now that he's getting into that age where he needs to like get some educational yeah. music, I need to break out. They might be giants. Kids bop, they might be giants. <laughs> that, that's the one. Also, Kid Bob Bubba Sparks. 
Back in the mud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of my kids, something that we didn't touch on last time that we thought we might touch on this time is the excitement that we're having with potty training in my house. So much excitement with potty training. Um, and tonight, um, I want you all to know, I want our dear listeners to know that I'm playing through the pain because right now I am covered in fecal matter. Just, letting, just to try to pick everybody up a notch from this, from our downer topics, <laughs> I am covered in my daughter's fecal matter. Jason, slathered in poop. That's right. Stuff that I, I probably won't find for, for weeks on yeah. me. Don't come around me with a black light. You will be terrified. I think our radio call name should be like TP in the sponge. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> <laughs> covered in poop. I don't have any kids still covered in poop. <laughs> That's right. Harder to explain. Yeah. But it happens to Don't everybody. ask questions. Hey, speaking of poop. Yeah. Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Yeah. Ray Rice. Well, he's in some poop. In, I think, in popular culture, he is like just a step below like Poop Smith. Yeah. Like he, he is not beloved. Man, has there been a worse um, uh, like three seconds of video ever no. than the um, than the sucker punch in the elevator for anybody? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm so, I'm still confused. Maybe you can clue me. I'm still confused about the whole uh, Shamil, Shlamazel. Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah. And so he admitted like I jawed this lady. That's what he said? His words? I don't think... I, I jawed this lady? Hey, mister. <laughs> Your honor? I jawed I that jawed, lady. I jawed that lady. <laughs> right in the punum. Um, <laughs> no, but like essentially he admitted mm-hmm. I decked my then fiance. Okay. And is he under criminal charges for that? Is he? No? No? no we're here. Fact no. checker is saying no. Saying no. Okay. All what? right. No? Even though on video... Maybe it's just not a crime in Atlantic City. Do you have to uh, press charges if it's I, on video? I thought that the uh, that in some cases the police would just press charges. Can they yeah. do that? Can, I don't even know. If the, even if the the wife refuses to press charges, can the police press charges? I don't, I don't know. know. Again, I, write in and correct. I us. tried to Let figure out know. last week yeah. what crime was committed. When oh you yeah, when don't kid, poop on somebody. That's right. Now and now we're trying sure to assault figure. and battery. I mean, I don't know much about you the think? law. I, my law degree is from like a vending machine, but or uh, here's a thought. Similar to boats on the ocean, perhaps elevators are mm, like maritime territory. law, <laughs> right. international it elevator falls law. Under, that's right. The the UN <laughs> very specific blue helmeted UN elevator soldier. law lawyers out there <laughs> running around with suitcase full of paperwork. Oh yeah, they saw that. They saw that video and said, "Ah, oh, my no. career is made." Finally, the they, first they, one. They ridiculed me for focusing on this area. I imagine. I imagine there's a lot of. People getting punched in Vegas elevators. Yeah, yeah. It seems yeah. like there's there's a lot of market for I that. Almost, I almost got punched in an elevator. Really? By I Ray almost Rice? got... No. Okay. It could have been Ray Rice. I've never met him. Okay. I feel like what I know of Ray Rice tells me that this was not him. <laughs> I was... I, I had gone on a trip, and we I was riding in an elevator, and I... No, I hadn't gotten in the elevator yet. And it, the doors were closing, and I kind of ran up to it and was like, hey, ooh, ah, ah, ee, ooh. Uh-huh. And I thought it was closing, so I turned around, and lo and behold, guy opens it up, and I was on the phone, and I said, hey, elevator's here, got to hang it up. And I hop in, and I'm like, hey, what floor are you going to? And he, to my surprise, was 
crazy drunk oh. and right. was like, if you'd get the F off your phone, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to tell you what floor we're going to. And I was sort of like, hey, this is weird because yeah. your kids are right next to you. Yeah. Your little children are standing right next oh, to you. And, and this is the guy that caught the elevator Yeah, opened you. the door. Yeah, so I thought we were buddies. Okay. And he's like cussed me out now. And I, I decided that I was going to. To talk to him some, mm-hmm. and I, mean, I was like, "Hey, bro, you're you're a friendly guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> uh-huh. You don't know me." <laughs> and and he he looked at his kids, and and was like, "What do you think I should do to this guy? <laughs> How old are his kids? His kids are like eleven and twelve. Okay, and he's looking at him and says, "What do you think I should do to this guy?" And the kids are like. Nothing, mm-hmm. Dad. Okay. What the heck? So they're not drunk. Yeah, no, thank, the kids thank, thank not drunk at all. Okay. And and he he looks at me again and he like bucks at me and I was like, man, what are you doing? Like your kids are right in front of you. Uh-huh. And it was one of those rare moments where all like five nine, like mealy, no muscle mass of me decides like I'm not gonna let this guy mm-hmm. talk to me that way mm-hmm. because I'm taking the high ground. Yeah. And I'm not gonna let him talk that way around his kids. He would have murdered me. Okay. This guy was enormous. Bigger guy. Absolutely mm-hmm. enormous. All right. And I imagine that like if he had hit me, he would have had to like not just drag me out, but sort of like scoop me up in a bucket. <laughs> it would have been over. Okay. But yeah, I almost got beat up in an elevator. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, like on the more job. Than you think? Yeah. Elevator crime, okay. it's rampant. But the uh, the Ray Rice elevator crime, um, the the craziest thing about me to it is because after you had this confrontation with this guy in this elevator, you did not then get married. But no. Ray, Ray Rice, <laughs> he asked, and the woman that he punched in the elevator, they refer to her as his then fiance, then by by which they imply his now wife. So yeah. here's the timeline: Ray Rice gets down on one knee. And hands her a ring, and she says, oh, Ray, thank you. And they get engaged. They go to Atlantic City. He punches her in the head. Then they yeah. get married. So being that you are, you know uh, a lot of things about people as a professional counselor. From Facebook. What, what would you say to these people if you saw a situation like this? If they came to you and said, hey, we'd like some relationship counseling. Yeah. What's would, going on here? I would probably, my gut just says... You shouldn't be in this relationship. Okay. We there's, need some time apart. Yeah, there's not anything healthy about this relationship currently. What goes through your mind when you see her, the wife, the the punchy posting stuff on Facebook, says, y'all get off Ray's back. Why are you messing with us? When she's defending him, what, 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 what does that make you think? You know, uh, most abused spouses do that. Okay, they're they're trained, they're conditioned. Uh, they think it's their fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's usually the first thing that gets put into your head is you deserve to be treated this way. Okay, um, you've got it coming. You shouldn't act this way, think this way, speak this way, mm-hmm. be a certain way, mm-hmm. or you should be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's your fault that I'm treating you like this. If you would just stop making me hit you. Okay, uh, so it's not. Weird or uncommon for an abused spouse to to come to the the side of the one who's doing the the beating. Okay, so the number one thing that needs to happen if we're giving relationship advice to these people is they need to get apart. Yeah, we need oh to get yeah, get these people apart. Yeah, and mm-hmm. press charges. Okay, yeah, that would be Why my. Does he not go to jail? Um, actually, yeah, I just I was reading on on the update on that case and uh, his his uh, his now wife decided not to go forward with prosecution, but the state could follow up 
and uh, through the process, it looks like uh, he was able to apply for a pretrial intervention program. Okay. He rejected a plea deal from the state, entered into that pretrial intervention program, and um, I think was able to do that rather than go through the, the process because he doesn't. I don't think he has a, any type of criminal record or anything like that. So, so counseling instead of charges. Right. Okay. All right. So that's what's happening there. Chris and Jason featuring Drew. That's Drew Braden, <laughs> our research department, sitting in with us tonight. Drew, Johnny on the spot, Drew. Yep. Drew, Thank you for that. Sure, I'm... sure, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Drew on the Google, coming through. Okay, so, all right, we've talked about all of these topics that are eh, not the happiest topics in the world. No. Do we need to finish on an up uptick uh, by talking about... Um, the Islamic State in Iraq and, and Syria. You want to pick up the tempo let's, and let's talk about cheer that. up everybody let's, about yeah, beheadings? Right. Uh, let's, yeah, let's uh, sunshine and lollipops and beheadings in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what goes through your mind where you're like, hey, this superpower, this enormous body of people who are armed to the teeth, we should upset them? Yeah. There seems to be a lot of that going on lately. And I'm I, I'm super like, let's not go start stuff. You know, we the reason they have guns is because we kind of gave them to them mm-hmm. in the first place. Uh, like, I get, I get all the subtleties of how we get to the places that we are. I don't understand the thought process of those people over there. Like, yeah, okay, you got a, you got a thing right now. But the last thing you should be doing is upsetting the people who could legitimately... Like, wipe you off you the think, face of the earth. Yeah, uh, American weapons can do a lot more. They, they can detach a lot more parts than just the head when they uh, when yeah. they drop them in the middle of a group of uh, ISIS um, yeah, I don't crazy understand gun-waving the thought people. Process. Yeah. Although I do remember the, 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 the sound bite was, we're going to, to fight ISIS, we're going to arm moderate radicals. Whew, yeah. I don't know we, how you can find a moderate... Ra- isn't like a radical, it's the most, like a revolutionary by default? The most depressing thing we've talked about on the podcast may be, have we given up on logic entirely? Yeah. Does, does, does nothing make sense anymore, so do we need to just We're going to send it? them a bunch of jumbo shrimp. <laughs> That's right. That'll show them. Yeah. We'll get those guys. Like, I can't... I don't, I don't understand how you get to a point where you're like, yes, these people who have defined themselves by their desire... To zealotless like zealotry towards a cause, yeah. they're never moderate. That's the whole point. Yeah. Is they're not moderate I about think it. We're lying to ourselves when we call anybody like that moderate. We're trying to we're we're looking at a conflict where there are no good guys. Where it's just like uh, this group of crazy people versus this group of crazy people, and there are a lot of people caught in the middle, yeah. getting killed. So we're trying to decide well which we got to pick a side to put a stop to this, or which group of crazy people we're going to support. So we yeah. deem this group over here. They behead them, they behead their, their prisoners, but, you know, they, they, like, swab alcohol on the neck before yeah. they do it. So they're the less crazy. How far away, all right, we, we, we have a, a cool computer in our basement and a microphone, and we've got all these modern trappings around us. How far away are we from savagery, really? We, we still live in a world where people think that that is a good idea. And they got, there are a lot of these people. ISIS isn't just, like... A hunting club. There's, There's like, like 30,000. 30,000 yeah. of these guys running around saying, that's a great idea. We need to do that. I like that guy. How far away from savagery are we? And, and how much does this tie into Ray Rice punching his girlfriend in the elevator? I think we live in the South. 
And I think savagery is is slightly farther to get to because so many people here are self-sufficient yeah. and realistically could handle themselves. And this is not some knock on like the North. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to start that war back up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> um, where they were aggressors. <laughs> but I think just in my context, I don't think that it would be as easy because people are more comfortable with the idea of, of self-subsistence. Yeah. And so if the crap hit the fan, we wouldn't see Mad Max world. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, we've got to get the tanker and steal the gasoline. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like people could probably hang. Okay. They like plant some corn and and get by. I I would need, I would need protection. (laughs) I would need, I would be sold as cattle to hopefully the kindest of (laughs) the overlords. Uh, But I, I feel like the, the things would probably hold together a little bit in areas like this, but there's just so little ability in these areas for people to maintain any kind of lifestyle that I I think that it's just easier to get there because someone looks at him and says, look, I have a chicken. Yeah. You know, like, look, you can have a chicken. Yeah. And they're like, a chicken. I'll do anything for your chicken. For your chicken. And they get, they get cranked up about it, and they're like, yes. Yeah. And on top of it, you've got religious and historical rhetoric and all this other stuff going on. And it's really easy to just say, like, in your abject lack, follow me. Mm-hmm. You know, and to go back to the, the, the Jim Jones types and stuff, these, mm-hmm. these, these people, they go, okay, yes, you have little, and I can offer you a little more. Yeah. I, can, I can find out what you need, and through that need, I can control you. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I wanted to ask you a question. So that's where we are. I wanted to ask a question about ISIS. Uh, President Obama Mm -hmm. is calling them ISIL. Yes. And I don't know why. Um, That's because uh, most people are calling them, um, the the ISIS stands for Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. And apparently some people are calling them the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant. So... For some reason, uh, President Obama has decided to go with ISIL. ISIL. Yes. For the L stands for Levant, which is like a a mid-sized sedan. That's right. Exactly. That comes <laughs> that comes from our good friends. Yes. Uh, at Volkswagen. No, that's right. The 2015 <laughs> Volkswagen Levant. Levant. Luxury, as you've yeah. never experienced before. I don't. I don't. Get, what's a Levant? We're what is the Levant? The Levant is that area. It's the Fertile Crescent. It's that area of... Really? Of, yeah. It's that's where like, life began. Exactly. Right there on the Mediterranean. That's I learned that in the eighth grade. The Levant. Yes, where life began. The, the Levant. The Levant. That's such a good tagline for this car. Yeah. Where the life, Levant. Where life begins. <laughs> that's right. If you if your mom and dad take it to the, yeah. the drive-in movie Hey-o. and get in the back seat, that's right. Bazing. Where, yeah. So ISIL, ISIL is an area too. ISIS is an area. ISIL yeah. is an area. Okay. Yeah, it's just the, the area that they're, they're beheading people. And I guess they limit it to Syria. And some people say, no, let's go. The whole Levant. Yeah. Where life began. And yours ends. If, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you walk in there. If you happen to be an American reporter. Yeah. Or British. Or British. Yeah. Or British. They don't discriminate. No. No. Diversity no. is our strength. But speaking of Volkswagen... Speaking of Volkswagen. Just to wrap up the show, I want to let everybody out there know that we are still happy to accept advertisers. Yes. For the Chris and Jason Pick Me Up Sunshine and Lollipops podcast. Yes. <laughs> if you want to be in uh, in among like such exciting topics as 
of dead Margaret Cho <laughs> and, and beheadings in the Levant and people getting beat up in elevators. Yeah. Just send us uh, a sample of whatever product you yeah. want us to advertise and we'll, we'll be all over it. Hot dogs in the mail, even. Uh, we'll, I'll uh, still eat it. I'm not proud. I will eat a hot I dog in the mail. You're welcome, folks. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be way funnier next time. We totally promise. And, and next... <laughs> Next time we'll have a Twitter account, yeah, and email, yeah, yeah, and a logo. Oh yeah, yeah. Just keep your eyes peeled to the internet. It's for, happening for all this stuff. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be a multimedia powerhouse. Yeah. All right. Thank Talk you. to you later. <laughs>